0: Well, hello, hello, guys. You're listening to Beauty Bites with Dr. K, Secrets of a Plastic Surgeon, and today on the podcast, I have one of my amazing patients, and she's going to teach us all about relationship tips. It's February. It's Valentine's. It's time to think of these things and take inventory of ourselves, so... Welcome, Jennifer Jade. Thank you. And her Instagram is? Love Made Simple. Love Made Simple. I love that. <laughs> and she's going to teach us all about how to stay together with our partners because it is so challenging. Yeah. Life is hard enough as it is. The work, the job, stress, you know, the family. It's it's yeah. hard to keep it together with a partner. Yeah. So what are the things that we can do in our everyday lives to kind of just be the best partner out there?
1: I think the most important thing is to appreciate each other and remember that your partner is trying as hard as they can as are you probably a hundred percent of the time. So stopping taking anything personally and first appreciating the effort and then taking on the problem
0: that's very true so give people the benefit of the doubt you know mm-hmm. yeah. like don't be that doubtful girl who's just like I've been burned so many times in the past everybody's just an ass yeah. no sometimes you have to give people the benefit of the doubt that really people are genuinely good and honest and
1: true but you have to give them space to be to mm-hmm. be Right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And typically we get into these patterns of fighting where we just blame the partner. So what's wrong or it's just men or kind of externalizing the issue versus like looking at what's actually going on, how are we talking to each other, how can we do better?
0: Yeah, so don't fight into, fall into your usual patterns of fighting. So yeah. number two tip. Number one tip is give people room and give them the benefit of the doubt. Number two is...
1: The problem's almost never what you're fighting about. It's how you're fighting about it with each other. So we get into these habits and cycles, as I said, when we start fighting. And if we change how we fight, you'll start believing that your relationship can handle anything. So if you change the tone, if you change the intensity, if you take more time with it and connect through it, then it doesn't matter what comes up. You will Mm -hmm. have more faith in your partner that you guys can navigate it and that it can actually be quite beautiful.
0: Yeah, human beings are very much creatures of habit. Yeah. So you tend to react a certain way every time something happens, and you, you need to rein that in. Sometimes you need to stop and say, wait a minute, I'm going to react differently. Yeah. Right? You can't control what people throw at you, but you can control how you react to it. Absolutely. And you can change your your behavior pattern. Instead mm-hmm. of saying, I'm going to be really negative like negative and pessimistic and doubtful, I'm going to stop and give them a moment, and I'm mm. going to breathe. I'm not going to attack. Yeah. I'm not going to be in attack mode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have to do that all the time. Yeah.
1: So do I, <laughs> I mean, honestly.
0: <laughs> the other day, my husband bought me a new iPhone for my birthday. Mm. And then the next day, an iPhone case magically appeared, and I put it on, and the first thing I did was like, but the buttons are so dumb. And he was like, Wait a minute, did you say thank you? Thank you. Thank you. He was so funny. I was like, Okay, thank you. My yeah. first reaction is just jump into what's wrong with it, what I would have done differently. Yeah. So, yeah. habit. Tip number two change your patterns of how you interact. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. What's number three?
1: Number three goes off of this one so you change how you fight by getting curious and breaking those patterns so next time one or both of you is triggered slow down take a mandatory 15 minute break get a snack go into another room yell into a pillow go on a walk move the stress around your body because the trigger is attack mode so controlling it is just you resisting typically ends in more anger and frustration And then come back when both of you feel connected to yourselves and each other, have it over tea, take your time again, God forbid, possibly enjoy it. Enjoy the fight. Yeah, I mean, if you make it pleasurable enough, like, okay, we're not going to talk about this until we both have tea, and we've gotten like muffins from across the street, and we sit down, and it's a really lovely environment in front of a fire, like bringing in a way to enjoy the fact that you're going to talk about difficult things can make it feel way less intense and mm-hmm. set you up for like, oh, that was that was a really nice resolution at the end of it.
0: That's true. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. We're so sharp and ready to attack that yeah. we don't even, you have to pull your emotions away and say, I'm going to not be mad. I'm going to sit and think about what I didn't like about that situation mm. and how I wanted them to do it differently yeah. and how we should fix it. Yeah. Yeah, that's so mature. It's hard to be mature, though. Oh, yeah. It's so hard, it's especially with so our
1: schedules. Like, if you're so busy, you don't really have time to be like, how do we make this fight pleasurable? You I know? know. I've never, ever <laughs> thought of a fight as
0: being pleasurable, but I guess there's yeah. a way to just call it a, a form of communication. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So open, how do you open a channel in a comfortable way? Mm-hmm. Go from an ugly situation to, yeah. like, These are the things we need to learn from that last interaction. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) What's next on our list? Number
1: four. Yeah. All right. Next on the list is make a list of the following for each other. So write on a page, the way I receive love is, and then make a list of these in the form of direct orders, which we're typically encouraged not to give direct orders because they sound bossy, but that leaves a lot of space for misinterpretation, not understanding each other, blaming your partner for never doing things for you. So here's how to fix that. On the page you write, the way I receive love is and then you write. An example would be when I do something nice for you, tell me one or two times in particular you liked what you liked about it or when I do the dishes, say thank you every time and give me a hug. This isn't the lay of the land. You don't have to do these things for the rest of your life. But having a list on how your partner receives love makes it so easy for you to go back and check on it. Anytime you guys are fighting, anytime you can tell they kind of are grumbling around and maybe could Mm -hmm. use some love. Mm -hmm. And just it gives you a cheat list, you know, for each other. Just like a love contract? Are we making a contract? You're just making like a cheat list. A cheat list, yeah.
0: A study sheet. Yeah,
1: a lot of people would write like, well, I wish you did more of this, which innately has kind of like a complaint underneath it. It isn't very encouraging. Whereas if you just write all the ways you receive love, it's not, it has nothing to do with your partner. It's just like, when you, you say like. thank you, I feel loved. You could also write why, which helps ingrain it in your partner because then they understand, like, a deeper part of you. Right. They could be feeding that memory when you were younger and someone, like, loved you deeply. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can be quite a powerful experience.
0: As many people receive love in different manners. Like, oh, yeah. your, your your person might be thinking they're really showing you the love when they make you dinner. And yeah. you might be like, I don't really like dinner. I don't even eat dinner. I don't know. Whatever. It's not a big thing to me. I'd much rather have a massage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. <laughs>
0: right? At the end of a long day. <laughs>
1: yeah. I don't want to be
0: cooking. I want to be mass- being a massage. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a great idea. And people are different in terms of visual, mm. auditory, yeah. sensory. Like yeah. what? is your trigger
1: yeah my partner the way he shows love is like everything in our house works perfectly and is incredibly efficient there's like plugs everywhere the second you would need it it's just like available I'm the opposite I'm like I'm gonna create all these artistic things and like make you little treats and the first few years were really difficult because we were showing in such opposite manners. That's so true. It's
0: learning to understand their ability to express and what their talents and skills are. So like, yeah, my husband's, He's like a computer genius, and he thinks ahead, and he always is anticipating my every need, but he's very tech savvy, very (laughs) tech oriented, so he'll be getting me this device, that device, that device, and then instead of me being irritated by another box from Amazon on our doorway, (laughs) I have to be like, oh, that is really nice that he thought two steps ahead and got a phone and a phone cover. Yeah, I thought that was cute. That's very cute. So it's like just yeah. really like look at how that person shows their love.
1: Yeah, because they don't all
0: we don't have the same skill set. Yeah, he may not be able to write poetry
1: for sure. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, yeah. And also, you spend your whole life practicing how you show love. So when we tell our partners like one hundred and fifty times how we want them to do it, and they don't do it. 150 times is not a lifetime it takes so long to change behavior and pick up a new habit and Mm -hmm. practice loving somebody else in a way that is so unnatural to you that just give it some time yeah it's
0: true it's such an instant society these days like gosh we want things done at the speed of email electronically and you know perfectly and digitized and everything but people are slow creatures of habit. You have yeah. to reinforce, reinforce. And then you as a as the other partner, you have to give positive reinforcements, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, if They do something right, you have to give them a little a little pat on the back.
1: Absolutely. It gives a little dopamine to help like engrain that in the brain. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And if it's negative, most masculine partners, whether that's the girl or the boy in the relationship, will not do it again. Mm -hmm. it just it didn't successfully go through so if it wasn't to your liking but it's on the right path just give give positive reinforcement they'll get there they'll
0: get there Mm -hmm. yeah and what's your last tip for how to treat each other right
1: relationship goals this one's exciting you just take turns planning things for each other you make it once a month maybe the last sunday of every single month or you make it once a week where one of you is in charge for the plans a hundred percent. So this could be you make a trip, evening dinner, massage, for wheeling on a beach, a cabin in the mountains, and you plan all of it. And you can surprise each other, give each other heads up, but it's really on that one person. This keeps the energy really fresh and creative for each person. No one gets complacent. No one feels out of control. Mm-hmm. There's kind of like an innate balance in what you're doing. That both people will then be pretty pleased with the activities you're doing because at least fifty percent of the time it's what you want to be doing anyway. So <laughs> yeah. I
0: like that because there tends to always be like an inequity in relationships mm-hmm. where one person does all the work or yeah. they're like the better planner, so the other yeah. person gets to take it easy. Mm-hmm. So it pulls in equal weight. That's yeah, important. Yeah, yeah, and then you get to skew things the way you want to do it once yeah. in a while. <laughs> yeah, and the failures
1: are hilarious. So yes, <laughs> yeah. right. Really. The things
0: you tried though were just like oh oh, that was way wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We well, don't
1: have to do that again ever. Exactly. So, yeah.
0: Well, those are such great mm-hmm. tips. Are there any specific millennial tips? Because with oh, Tinder and dating apps and the yeah. lack of communication and the text message society that we're in, yeah. how do they survive?
1: I mean, on the one hand, it's, it's amazing. You don't have to leave your couch to meet so many different potential partners. I find that that can be a really positive thing as long as you're not habitually scrolling to kind of space out or you're unhappy in your relationship and instead of working on it, you're putting your energy on like all the possibilities you can find on an app. Um, Just noticing your habits around it. Are Mm -hmm. they habits you want for the rest of your life and you're really excited about or are they ways you numb out, A? And then B, just getting really clear on what you want before you go on a dating app. Are you looking for a long-term relationship? Do you want kids um uh, do you hate children like get clear about that stuff and talk about it on the first date because breaking up three years in because one of you doesn't want kids and the other one does is miserable so, that's
0: so true yeah. and those are maybe a little awkward on the first
1: day should it be the second date? Honestly, maybe honestly i think why or waste first, your time yeah. because there's so many options it's like if as long as we start setting that that isn't like a weird thing to talk about, like what do you want? Yeah, then you might as well. I mean, yeah,
0: that's true. And if they don't know at that age, then they yeah. they need to grow up and think about it. What they need. Yeah,
1: yeah. and yeah. maybe you don't know either, and then it works out great until exactly. one of you knows. But but the more you know, the better. The well, more
0: relationships are hard. When do you think is the right time to get a relationship coach? How do you know you need a relationship coach?
1: If you. Well, it depends. If you're in a partnership and you guys are looping and it just feels like absolutely hopeless, you guys love each other, you built a life together, things look like they should be working, and the most important thing is you both want it to work out, then you should get a coach. It's hard to see our patterns when they're so ingrained in habit and in the process of time and not take them personally. And by that I mean like, oh, this is your fault. You're just innately you know ignorant or bad and stuff like that um and if you're single and you keep dating and you keep attracting the same thing over Mm -hmm. and over again there's probably something deeper you could explore in yourself that'll show you why you're attracting that um anyone can benefit from coaching though honestly there's so So much in us that's so true. To explore. Cool. Yeah.
0: Well, there you have it, guys. I hope that's motivation for this coming romantic Valentine's week and month. And um, take it upon yourselves to be a better partner and stop and examine how you're doing things. I love
1: your tips. They're all really real life tips. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Where can
0: people find you if they want some relationship coaching?
1: Yeah. Just DM me on Love Made Simple or you can email me at Jennifer Jade at maryhugh.com.
0: There you go. We'll post that in the story links. And that's it for now, guys. I want you guys to stay beautiful and find love in your lives and be true to yourself and your partner and find me on my instagram at beauty by dr k -K d-r-k-a-y doing amazing things for people's faces and my website is the same www.beautybydrk.com go get some juicy lip plumper and get all sexy for your partner that's another way to keep that relationship strong is look good feel good invest in yourself care about how you look Mm. um love you guys and stay beautiful